Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for being a part of our listening audience. I pray that you are having a phenomenal day and that the Lord is showing you his favor or that you recognize just how favored you are by God. I want to talk to you briefly today about your responsibility to use your gift for God. Do you recognize that you are gifted? So many people are enamored with other people's talents and abilities, and they fail to realize that God has designed them to do great things for his glory and for the good of mankind. You are tremendously, divinely gifted to do something phenomenal in the earth. And you are responsible for what you do with that gift. God is going to hold you accountable for how you utilize that gift. So we must stop just being fans of others and become workers ourselves. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with supporting and encouraging and even acknowledging the giftedness of other people. We cannot allow our acknowledgement of other people's gifts to cause us to deny our gifts. Or we can't be intimidated about other people's gifts and think that, oh, I wish I could do that. Well, maybe that's not what God gifted you to do. And God is sitting there saying, while you're asking or complaining about wishing you could do what someone else is doing, perhaps God is looking down saying, Oh, I wish he or she would do what I've gifted them to do. I wish they would play their role. I wish that they would actually get stirred up and start to utilize what I have deposited within them to bless the world. You know, but when you think about gifts, you have to ask yourself the question, why do people fail to use their gifts? Why is it that we see the gifts and appreciate the gift things operating in other people but fail to use our own gifts? I've come to the conclusion that most of the time it is because of fear. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We don't use our gifts effectively for God because we are afraid. Fear hinders your gift. This is what Paul writes to his son Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 1. And he says this to him in verse number 6 and 7. For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control or as King James say, a sound mind. Paul is writing to Timothy, knowing that Timothy is very shy and timid. That part of Timothy's personality is to shy away from the spotlight. If you were to interview Timothy today, he would probably tell you, I love seeing other people do what God had called them to do. And I questioned my ability to actually do what God had gifted me to do. And Paul recognizes this timidity in his spiritual son. And he writes him and says, I want you to remember the gift that's inside of you. I need you to stir this gift or 
fan the flame. I need you to reignite your passion for this gift. But he says basically, you can't reignite this gift and the passion for this gift if you don't acknowledge that this is your gifting. Says, stir this gift. Stir it. Fan it into flame. It is the imagery of a flame going out on a campfire and someone having to just brush the air and cause the air to oxygen to breathe new life into the flame. God is saying to us today, just as Paul said to Timothy, you have a gift. Don't allow it to die. Don't allow it to go dormant. Fan the flame. You can do that through prayer. You can do that through fasting. You can do that through seeking God's face. You can do that through studying God's word. You can do that by being in community with other believers. All of these things ignite the flame of our giftings inside of us. Once we acknowledge we have the gift. And then Paul says to Timothy, God did not give you a spirit of fear. He wants Timothy to know that it is his fear. It's not his personality. It is fear. It's not that he's shy. It is fear. It's not timidity. It is fear that is causing him to not utilize his gift to his full potential. Paul says, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. The devil wants you to be afraid. To be afraid to use your gift. To be afraid about your own insufficiencies. Like, you can't do that. That's why you can admire it in someone else and don't acknowledge it within yourself. You can't do that. You're not good enough. You're not gifted enough. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to talk about you. Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody wants to see you. All of these different lies that Satan feeds in our mind to cause us to be paralyzed in fear because he knows that if you and I ever start using our gifts, someone is going to be free. Someone is going to be helped. Someone is going to be encouraged and the entire body of Christ will be edified by you using your gifts. So he says, in order to keep you from using the gifts, I'm going to plant every seed of doubt that I can in your mind until you become afraid to use a gift and you start questioning God. You start questioning whether God has really called me to this, whether God has really gifted me for this. And I want you to know God did not give you the spirit of fear. He gave you a gift. And then he gave you power, love, and a sound mind. Let me just break this down for you, ladies and gentlemen, what this means. Power. He says that God has given you the ability. Not only did God give you the gift, but he gave you the ability, the strength to use the gift. Love. Not only did God give you the gift and the ability, but he gave you the proper motive for why you use the gift. You use your gift out of love for God and out of love for your fellow man. And he says, a sound mind or ESV, self-control. Says God has given you discipline. And in order for you to utilize your gift and use it to the fullness of its potential, then you have the ability, you have the motive, and you have the discipline. You have what it takes to ensure that you are doing your part. Doing your part. Discipline. 
Think about it. If you are gifted to be a musician, then God gives you ability and God gives you motive, but you must have the discipline. You must practice every day. If you are gifted to teach, God gives you ability and God gives you motive, but you must prepare your lessons every time you teach. If you have the ability to sing, God gives you the ability and God gives you the motive, but you must have the discipline to rehearse and protect your voice. No matter what the gift is, even down to secular things such as sports, God is giving you the ability to play football. He's giving you a love for football, but you must have the discipline to go to the weight room and practice and stay in shape. God is giving you everything you need to utilize your gift. Appreciate the gifts in others, acknowledge the gifts in others, but don't become so enamored with what God is doing in other people's lives that you don't recognize that the same God who's gifted them and provided them opportunities has gifted you and provided you opportunities. And what you must do is stir up that gift, fan that flame, renew that passion, and don't allow fear to paralyze you. Know that God is giving you not fear, He's giving you power, ability, love, motive, and a sound mind, self-control, discipline. If you will be reminded of this, if you will recognize your gift and remember what God is giving you, so that you don't fall prey to the lies the devil speak to you, to paralyze you, then not only will God bless you for using your gift, but God will use you through your gift to bless others. Thank you for listening.